Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this is your first time ever listening to my podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you never miss another episode again. And if course, if you resonate with an episode, feel free to share it on your Instagram story and go ahead and tag me at hannyb.fit. I'm always interested to hear, you know, comments, any kind of feedback um, or suggestions that you have in accordance to the podcast. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Not Your Average Fit Bitch podcast, where we discuss all things fitness, nutrition, and spirituality. I'm your host, Hannah B., an online health and fitness coach. My main mission is to teach women how to step into their highest self and truly fulfill their bad bitch energy. If you're listening to this podcast, you believe you're meant for more and want to know how to get started. Well, you came to the right place. It's time for you to unlock that bad bitch energy. This episode is inspired about things that I hear a lot when it comes to just in the gym in general, seeing those physical changes, when it comes to fat loss and when you should start to see things come off and all like all of the things around just like actual changes in your body when it comes to your weight loss journey. So the the episode itself is why you're not seeing physical changes in the gym. And this is a topic that I really struggled with for a while because I didn't understand how I was supposed to look, how it was supposed to work when I was losing weight or trying to change my lifestyle. I just assumed that I was going to start this journey, I was going to lose a bunch of weight, and I was going to be good. See, the thing is, when you are trying to change your lifestyle and you are not only trying to like lose some fat, but you want to build muscle, you're not going to see maybe the typical changes that other people see when they're fully just focusing on weight loss. So if you are someone like me where you didn't want to just lose a bunch of weight and have, you know, maybe extra skin or whatever it is, you wanted to actually look lean, you wanted to have some muscle, you wanted to have like a tight, firm ass, like things like that, then this is more along of what maybe you need to hear. So first things first, I'm going to be talking about progressive overload and essentially just what that is, how it works, what it means. And so progressive overload is essentially what it is, the name of it. You are progressively continuingly to, you're progressively continuing to up your weights in the gym and you are slowly kind of starting you're you're kind of building your own pace but you're slowly increasing you know your weight in order or as you get stronger in order to build that muscle so what's really important is that you have a plan in place so you want to actually see the weights going up so if you are just a person that goes in and just wings it and doesn't really keep track of like what you're actually lifting when you're lifting that, how much weight you're actually lifting, it's going to be really hard to actually track that progress, right? Because at that point, you're really just, you don't even know if you are going up in weight, if you're going down, like you don't really know what exactly the goal is and if you're progressing. So 
doing just random workouts from from day to day and week to week, you're not going to be able to actually see that progression. So it's important to actually write out a plan, um, have the actual workouts for the week, and maybe keep that consistent workout for about eight weeks. And then you're also writing down the sets in the reps that you're doing as well as the weight. So this is an actual plan in place. You're actually seeing the weight that you're lifting. You're seeing if it's going up and down. You're seeing how many reps you're doing, how many sets you're doing and things like that. So this is why a coach is so, so handy because a lot of people don't know how to do this. I know I didn't know how to do this. And so until I actually researched it and, you know, went to school and got my certification and all these things like I didn't really understand what progressive overload was or how to actually progress in the gym in this way you know I've always worked out since you know the beginning of my lifestyle journey I was in high school I worked out you know for those who don't know me I was always athletic and so when I went to college I was like shit like how do I work out without being on a team and so that's when I actually invested in a program. Most of you probably know Katie Hearn, the girl who um, owns like the Alani New Nutrition, like the energy drinks, all that stuff. So she started basically like how I'm starting now. She started getting clients and would just make out um, plans for them. Like I think it was like eight week plans, maybe longer. Um, And they would be workouts, they would be reps and sets. And then she would just, she would explain, you know, how to do the workout if you didn't know how to do the workout. And it basically was just like this PDF of workouts. And she also explained a little bit of macros and stuff like that. But, but the, the main thing is that she, she gave us a workout to do and I was able to follow that. So I didn't really understand or know about that until I hired somebody and invested in a plan to be able to work towards those goals, right? So that's why a coach is so awesome because you don't have to like think about what you need to do. Like someone will give it to you. Someone will give you the plan for you. What's customized for you. Um, so that was definitely helpful. So starting with like an eight week sequence, um, is a really good start. And then you can write down what you plan on doing. So like if you want to really, really try to, um, build muscle, burn fat, you're going to want to focus on really writing down how many reps and sets you're doing. So for example, you would be doing four sets, 12 reps each of bicep curl. That is an example of a sequence. And then you would do that for eight weeks. You would do maybe your biceps um, every Tuesday or something like that. So for the next eight weeks, you would do bicep curls every single Tuesday along with whatever else you're doing for that day. So that is very, very important to have that consistency so that you can actually see over time, oh, wow, now I started doing, you know, I started at 10 pounds 10 pound dumbbells doing bicep curls. Now I'm at 25 at the end of eight weeks. So that is a a perfect example of what it would look like for that progressive overload. What's really important as well is to not switch up the workouts every week or every two weeks. So when I talk about that eight week sequence, I mean consistently you're doing those workouts for that full eight weeks. So let's say for example, I'm trying to keep this kind of short and sweet, but let's say for example, your week looks like Mondays I'm going to do, let's say you only do three days a week. Okay. Mondays I'm going to do just straight, uh, upper body. I'm going to do, you know, biceps, triceps, and chest. 
and back. I'm going to do all that in one day. And then on uh, Tuesday or the third or the second day, I'm going to do full lower body. So I'm going to do glutes, hamstrings, quads, calves. And then on the third day, I'm going to do just kind of like a full body, um, maybe more of like a hit style, something like that. But I'll do a little bit of um, weightlifting as well. This is just an example of what it could look like. So for the next eight weeks, every all of those three days, you're going to be doing the same exact workouts. You're going to be writing them down. You're going to be writing down the reps that you're doing. You're going to be writing down the weights that you're doing. And you're going to keep log of that so that when you look back the next week, you can see, okay, I did 45 pounds for that bicep curl. I'm going to try that again for a warm up. Maybe I can try 50 pounds this time. And then if you got that 50 pounds, you can stick to that 50 pounds and then so on and so forth for the next week. So you're going to be doing this for each exercise. And then when we talk about just, um, not just weightlifting, um, but when you're not seeing, physical changes in the gym, it could also be because of your nutrition. Nutrition is super, super important. This is why I'm a nutritionist, why I went to school for nutrition, because when I realized that lifting weights and doing a bunch of cardio was not making a difference in my uh, weight loss journey, I realized like, wow, there has to be something else. And so when I figured out it was nutrition, it changed my whole entire life because I never, ever understood how important nutrition is when it comes to your lifestyle and when it comes to weight loss. You know, I always thought, oh, I have, all I have to do is eat less and then I'm fine. And that is, you know, it is somewhat correct. You do, you should eat less than you burn, but there is so much more that goes into that. So being consistent with your nutrition is fully going to change how you are getting results inside and outside the gym. So Obviously, we always talk about that protein, getting that protein in. A lot of people lack that protein because it's so hard, honestly, to get it in sometimes. You have to make sure that you are actually like prioritizing and being intentional when it comes to protein because carbs and fat is in literally everything, but protein is not. So really, really make sure you're focusing on that protein if you're trying to see, you know, that physical change in the gym, if you're trying to see that that muscle gain and fat loss. So um, for, you know, shameless pu- plug really quick. I do have a free macro guide, which actually helps you with your nutrition and it helps you track protein, fat, and carbs. So there's a formula that, that you, um, that you need to use in order to get your specific macro count. So every individual is different. So every individual has a different macro count. So I have a guide that basically um, gives you your specific number, which is a really, really helpful tool um, in order for you to see, you know, faster, better results when it comes to um, just weight loss in general, especially if you're trying to get that muscle gain in the gym. Um, another thing, you know, sleep and rest are also just as important um, as those working days. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep at night, making sure that you are actually taking off days of the gym and you're not just doing seven days a week, like really making sure you're resting your body and letting your body rejuvenate. Um, you know, when you're not after the gym, when you're not working, your muscles are actually still working for about 36 hours, I believe. Um, so they're, you know, after they're, they're done 
physically working, they're still kind of working internally. Um, so it's important for you to rest. That's why it's so um, important to do those like split sets where you're only doing like upper body one day and then l- legs the next day and so on and so forth because you want to give your muscles time to build and relax after they've just been worked. Um, so just making sure that you are taking those rest days as seriously as the workout workout days, um, as well as just stretching after each each session to having a proper warm up. So you want to make sure that you're like getting that good um, mobility in the beginning, getting the the blood flowing so that you're not just like jumping into the workout. You really want to prepare your body for the intense work that it's about to put in, um, as well as letting it recover without stretching afterwards. Um, just another side note, you know, alcohol is probably the biggest hinderer of weight loss in general. Alcohol is an empty calorie. It actually stays in your body for up to three days, um, depending on how much you drink and what, what alcohol actually does in the body is forces your body to focus on trying to burn the calories from the alcohol rather than burning whatever else it needs to burn. So let's say you have fat to burn. If there is alcohol in your body, your body's first um, priority is to get the alcohol out. So it's going to spend all of its energy trying to burn that alcohol rather than trying to burn the fat. And so when we have long weekends and you're drinking Thursday to Sunday, you know, that alcohol not only is staying in your body, but your body's working overtime trying to burn it out. And then it doesn't even actually end up coming out of your body until like Wednesday or Thursday. And then you're repeating the cycle again on Friday um, if you drink on the weekend. So it's very crucial for you to limit that alcohol intake um, and you know, just make sure that you are not drinking too much when you do drink because it's going to last longer in the body and it's going to be really hard for your body to focus on burning fat instead of that alcohol. So that's just something to think about. Um, another thing, if you're focusing on just straight cardio and hit only and you're not actually lifting heavy, you're not going to see those physical changes that you want. You are going to burn calories for sure. You are going to... Um, you know, get that cardiovascular um, in and that's really, really good for you, obviously, but you're not going to see so much fat loss. Um, You burn more fat when you're actually lifting heavy weights rather than doing cardio. It's just a fact. It's, there's no way around it. It's just a fact. Um, So if you are the person that just always focuses on like trying to run off your weekend. Um, It's actually not that beneficial. It's way more beneficial to use those extra calories that you consume to actually put it into lifting weight because that is really where that energy will be used and you can burn that shit up and transform that to Uh, fat loss and building muscle. So if you're a person that focuses on cardio, maybe try switching it up and focusing more on lifting heavy. So you definitely burn more calories during a cardio session, but you burn more fat when you weight train because it speeds up your metabolism. So um, metabolism is just the process at which the body turns food and drink into energy. So you burn overall more calories when you do cardio, but 
you want to, if you want to focus on losing that fat, you want to ultimately speed up that metabolism. So that's why it's more beneficial for you to lift super heavy. Um, so that's pretty much all I had. I just wanted to make this short and sweet for you guys to kind of get an idea of maybe why you're not seeing the physical changes that you want in the gym. And so I know it can be very frustrating. It feels like you're doing all of the things, but maybe try and, you know, maybe make a list of like the things that you're doing. Um, and you can even send that to me, like DM, DM me your routine, um, that you do in the gym. And I will totally like let you know, like, Hey, maybe you should kind of tweak this or tweak that. That might be more beneficial for you. I'd love to, you know, give you some feedback because like I said, I thought I was doing all of the right things, but I was, not at all um, where I am now when it comes to weightlifting. And uh, I barely do cardio um, because I don't need to. I, I do it because it's good for you and, you know, you should have that cardiovascular workout. Um, but I, in order for me to, like, really get the body that I want, I really focus on lifting heavy. And so it's just one of those things that is a little uncomfortable if you're not used to doing it. And it's just, you know – it's kind of weird to, especially as a female, I'd say it's kind of, it it doesn't feel like it's making a difference when you're like, well, I'm sweating my ass off when I'm doing cardio. Well, like, yeah, you are, because again, you are burning more calories, but you are not going to burn more fat. And so that's the main goal. We want to lose that fat, gain that muscle and just have a more firm, tight look. Um, and so lifting weights is definitely the go-to. So, Again, that's all I had. I just wanted to um, give you that short, sweet episode on why you're not seeing physical changes in the gym. So maybe you can try these things. Let me know how it feels. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear your feedback, of course, um, on anything that I put out. But again, if you have any questions, let me know. I'd love to help you. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and have a wonderful weekend. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Just wanted to mention that that eight-week winter challenge is coming soon. You still have time to sign up for that. So this is for women who want to take their fitness to the next level, who want to improve overall mindset and mood, who want to work on their self-development and change, and who no longer wants to be on a strict diet or restricting themselves in general, who wants to see real changes in the gym and really wants those results that are sustainable and lifelong. So if that sounds like you, this eight-week challenge is for you. It is a short, sweet challenge that I created to give you the framework in order to be successful in your weight loss journey. So it's kind of like a mini jumpstart in working with me. You get an get an idea of what it's like to work with me and then you can become a one-on-one client with me after you commit to that eight-week challenge. Um, If you don't want to commit to a one-on-one, you can still participate in the eight-week challenge. Um, There are going to be sign-ups for the rest of the week and into next week. So I will provide the link in the show notes. But again, let me know if you have any questions about it. Cannot wait to get started. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Not Your Average Fit Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, give me a shout out on Instagram at hannyb.fit. 
If you have any questions, DMs are always open. Until next time, stay bad, bitches.